Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome to Five to Thrive. Professor Marty is not able to be with us today, so I am meeting with a guest who's also a dear friend and a colleague, Professor Kristen Jurdset. And she is a professor of art here at Wisconsin Lutheran College, and uh, just super excited to have a conversation with her today about how do we encourage art in our young people? How do we take advantage of art as, as adults? How can we find that creative side of us? And she's just an excellent person to talk to about this. She has a, a very interesting background. She's been here at the college for quite a while, but I know she's also been an artist in residence at some of our national parks. She works with schools. She takes sometimes our students, they'll go in and create murals in schools. She's a fellow pet lover like myself. In fact, <laughs> Dogs, cats, parrots. Mm-hmm. Yes, Any? parrots too. Parrots too. Oh, yeah, so fish. Good. Huge commitment. <laughs> so very, very cool. And a lot of her art follows that love of nature that she has. So just along those veins, would you, would you mind telling us a little bit about, about the artist in residence? What well, That's just such a cool opportunity. And I'd love our audience to learn about it. Oh, sure. First of all, thanks, Rhoda. This is my first podcast, everybody. So thank you for inviting <laughs> me to be a part of it. Uh, yes, National Parks Artists in Residence have been definitely some of the greatest experiences I've had. A number of people aren't really sure what they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically, I'm selected to be an artist to go to the park, to a national park, and I paint, I draw, I give workshops, uh, just interacting with the public and also just learning about the park itself. And for me, the focus has been on nature, uh, specifically insects and plants. Uh, You can't have insects without plants. Mm -hmm. So it's just been such a blessing, such a gift to be able to select it. It's very competitive. And I hope by doing that, too, I give my students inspiration. You know, I mean, one uh, application process was like 400 applicants, and I was one of six that were chosen that year. Wow. So I hope that what I do gives students hope and inspiration mm-hmm. that, you know, you can make it happen if you work hard enough mm-hmm. and you show that passion and you work at that passion, you can make things happen. Very cool. What are a few of the parks that you've been, that you've served in? My first one was Glacier National Park, wow. which was just amazing. I, I, I lived on this house on Lake McDonald for two weeks. I was able to bring two students with me. Uh, you know, we'd wake up in the morning. We had a wraparound porch. We'd sit and look at the mountains and just sketch and eat some breakfast and then go out hiking all day. Talk about an artist's dream, huh? It was. It was. <laughs> it was really tough to come back, actually. <laughs> And for those students, what an experience. Thanks it for was, doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then I was at Everglades, Mesa Verde National Park, Great Basin in Nevada, and Rocky Mountain National Park. So the biggies. Wow. The biggies, yeah. So my, definitely my favorite parks. Do you, do you have a bucket list still of one you'd like to like to do yet? Denali's out there mm-hmm. for sure. Petrified Forest mm-hmm. in Arizona would be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, those very are good fun. Too. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk a little bit. Let's kick off uh, talking a little bit about just like the benefits of art. Why is it so important that we care about art, that we try to be creative and artistic, that we encourage it in ourselves and our young people? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Well, as a Christian, uh, God is the originator of creativity. He made the creation. We are made in, in, in his image. Therefore, we 
are creative too, right? And I think we kind of forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. There's so many amazing benefits. You know, there's so many scientific studies, for example, that when you when you make art, when you draw, when you paint, you actually create new neural pathways in your brain, mm -hmm. which is pretty amazing, you know, to think about. And who doesn't want to think better, right? <laughs> and have new, have new, more stuff up there to work with. That's more right. Pathways, yeah. And then, you know, we're, God created us as not just physical beings, like we have to eat and drink. That's not what life is simply about. But we have the spiritual and mental side mm -hmm. to us as well. And so there's, again, a number of studies out there that support this as well and at how much it makes a difference for people in their spirit, in their soul, in their personal yeah. life, um, reducing stress, um, giving confidence, being able to problem solve. It actually helps to after you've created art to, again, go back to that uh, intellectual capacity, just being able to think a little bit better mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, again, solve problems. So We have talked oftentimes on this podcast about how when you can be busy with your hands and doing something that's not super, doesn't take intense brain power, cognition mm -hmm. power, it, that's oftentimes where thoughts, ideas, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff stem from, you know, that there's right. a, a kinesthetic connection to the aesthetic. Right, and right. So very, very cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Thanks for sharing that. So what if what if people just don't feel like they're not really artistic? Like I, I've created music, <laughs> I've written songs, but uh -huh. to just like paint a picture, I, 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 want, I should take your class. <laughs> you should. <laughs> What do we do if we're just not very artistic? What are some ways we can get involved, get started, try? Okay. Well, I think, first of all, again, try to back away from, from judging yourself and thinking, mm -hmm. I can't be creative because you were made to be creative. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, but as long as you're moving a pencil, you're looking, you're ob observing a, the world around you, that's creative. And that can lead you and inspire you to, to be creative as well. So just kind of um, start, huh? Just kind of start. Okay. And so I do have some tips today. Yeah, You want to start with those? Please. Um, actually, I just want to add, too, I think the, the thing about art is it connects with us with one another, it connects mm -hmm. us with other cultures, and it just makes the world a more beautiful place. Uh, you know, I tell students, for example, my basic drawing class, some of them may never draw again. Uh, but some of them may continue and I say you can keep a journal now you can draw what you see and someday you're going to look back on that and you're going to have that that you're able to recall what you you experienced and it, it's not you know sometimes you forget about things as time goes on right I think you and just so you have this me. what <laughs> I think you've just inspired me <laughs> I've never considered in my travels to try to draw something like if I'm in a village to like uh -huh. try to draw it. That's never occurred. Like I always try to ex explain it with words. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I've never done the visual. So I'm going to try that. All right. <laughs> Actually, when I was at one of the national parks, I happened to see uh, a, w a woman sketching in a little watercolor book. And uh, they were just marvelous. And then she told me, she goes, I've never painted before. My husband and I have just decided to travel to all the national parks. And so I, I've, I've got this little journal. And, and they were just marvelous. And she's like, oh, no. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a professional. Professional. <laughs> That's fantastic. So I think the more you, you just start, you get just got to yeah. start doing it, too. Yeah. So so the first thing I would say, though, it's good to get good art supplies. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, especially with kids, too, we're like, oh, they're just kids. It doesn't matter what we use. But I can tell you, as a kid who is always doing art, like, the moment I could probably hold a pencil I was sketching or drawing mm -hmm. I was always called the artist in the family mm -hmm. so it was just seemed a part of my life and 
you know, I could tell when I was using something that wasn't as good, mm -hmm. and it would kind of frustrate me, you know, using paper and you erase it and it rips right mm -hmm. away, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I tell my students that too. I said, whenever you're frustrated, just kind of look at your supplies. Maybe your paintbrush is getting bad, or the paper that you're using isn't quite, you mm -hmm. know, the, the right strength or texture, whatever it is that you're trying to do. So they should go to an art supply store to find better supplies? Like if you don't know anything about art, how do you know to buy better supplies? Okay. So the art supply stores, of course, the mm -hmm. first place to go to. Uh, although, again, a, lot, a number of big box stores, you know, mm -hmm. department stores are starting to carry art supplies too, having an art section because there's such a movement with the coloring books. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. people are buying the markers, yeah. people are buying the color pencils. So the, the first thing I would say is just to start doing reviews, mm -hmm. reading reviews online. Okay. Um, and that's one way to, you know, kind of, you know, read the worst, read the best. And mm -hmm. pr with that, you can usually kind of tell, like, yeah, maybe this is something I, I – I can trust okay. and I can try. Uh, people can always contact me too. <laughs> any questions or anybody who's a professional artist, you know, mm -hmm. anybody who does art for a living. I mean, we're always willing to talk to you and help you out with supplies. Um, it's amazing. Students help uh, help me with supplies too. They'll find things online. I was like, wow, I never thought of using that or I never heard of that company. You know, we, we're living in the information age. Mm -hmm. You know, we can find supplies from the other side of the world mm -hmm. that that just work incredible and amazing. Excellent. So okay, so, so have good good, good supplies. Good, good, good supplies. And following up with that, you can be creative with art supplies, though, also. So you can do kind of a search and find at thrift stores, mm -hmm. rummage sales, around the house, um, papers, boxes, magazines. Matter of fact, I know we're not visual for this, but I brought with me, and I can describe it a little bit. I found this box, this wood box with a glass cover at Goodwill. And on the side, it actually has a humidifier measure, whatever Look you call that, that. Yeah. humidifier yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I saw it and I thought, you is know. Is it like a humid humidor, like a cigar box, do you think? I'm thinking that's what it is. Yeah, how cool right. is that? And she really did bring this, folks. It's really cool looking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe I can do, you know, take a picture. Yeah, I can do an Instagram the, or yeah. Facebook, yeah. whatever. Um, but I thought, wow, you know, I can turn that up. Um, I, I've got some ideas for it. I still actually have to search and find some little... I don't know, statues, figurines for that, for what I want to do. It's going to be nature-oriented, okay. for sure. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of fun yeah. to look at what's out there um, that people give up, that people, you know, you will find a treasure, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, last, uh, two weeks ago, I had local artist Jeff Simple come to my my nature art class, and one of the things he talked about was pigments. So everything that you use, colored pencil, oils, acrylics, they all have pigments in them. And those pigments are resourced from the earth. Mm -hmm. Some of them are uh, synthetic, now created in the lab. But what he does is he's really, you know, he's really fascinated with that. So he actually goes and looks for pigments in nature too. Um, and, you know, he, he showed us these, you know, really close-up microscopic photography. And it's just amazing what those pigments look like. So I was thinking before this, I was like, oh, you know, kind of taking off that. And so um, when I was at the grocery store yesterday, and I bought some beet juice. And I did buy a little bottle of Merlot. Um, I don't drink. <laughs> Hopefully mentioning wine is okay. Absolutely. But, I do. But when you <laughs> I improve, improve my painting. <laughs> 
So, um, so to prepare for this, and again, I will put these on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, Rhoda, you're going to pick one of these out, my little gift to you. But I actually oh. painted with Merlot Ooh, and beet juice. You guys, this is incredible! Such beautiful colors. And and um, so anything that stains can be paint right i mean amazing uh, yeah and actually this one uh here i actually had some uh blueberries in the freezer and so i took one and then i squished it and i mixed it with some water and i painted the blueberry with blueberry juice and here's where i'm thinking with supplies this paper is really really cool it gives it a really neat texture yes so this paper is it, it is a querello uh, watercolor, probably have to um, spell that or put that in the podcast notes, maybe. Uh, actually, Fabriano is the name brand. They're, it's okay. from Italy. And it's 100% cotton. Okay. It's, it's always beautiful. It's always good to get paper, if you can, that's 100% cotton or has less less uh, um, pulp in it okay. because it tends to disintegrate or be a little bit weaker. Uh, so, you know, it's something to look forward to. Right. Yeah, it does make a difference, right? These are beautiful. You know, Thank you for sharing that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, you never know where you can find something fun to be creative with. Definitely. Okay, so <laughs> get good art supplies. Be creative with your art supplies. Mm-hmm. What's your next tip for us? Search and find missions in the world. So what I mean by that is, first of all, God meant us to look at the world and to contemplate it and to appreciate it. You know, I think of Genesis 2.9. Uh, Trees were made to be pleasing to the eye mm-hmm. and for fruit. So mm-hmm. there's a, they are a resource, mm-hmm. yes, but pleasing mm-hmm. to the eye that there's an aesthetic that God put into creation as well. Mm-hmm. And then we look at... Uh, you know, we look at Psalm 27.4. David talks about he gazes upon the beauty of the Lord all the days of his life, right? So what's the beauty of the Lord? What he created, right? Yeah. And and what's what's incredible about this, this that verse is that, you know, David wrote a lot of these psalms when he was struggling. People were coming after him, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sinned and Seemed struck. downright depressed sometimes. Downright right? depressed, right? Yeah. And so the last thing you would think of Right when you're mm-hmm. struggling, that I should look at beauty. Mm-hmm. That I should, but but here he does that, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And so this is really a call from God to like, hey, look at what I made. I think it's yeah. pretty nice. Well, <laughs> I think of the temple, right? The original right. temple. Uh-huh. How much art and beauty mm-hmm. in worshiping him. Right. He has incorporated because he gave those instructions how to make it, he and did. it's all art. Right, right. I mean, there's you know a mention of pomegranate des- pomegranate designs, yeah. the different colors. You know, I think it's Chronicles and Kings. There's there's numerous chapters mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the temple itself and how it was was decorated. So it can so, be a worship as well. It is really, yeah. 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 And then you know, I think of because I'm a nature person too. I mean, uh, uh, Job twelve seven through ten. Look to the animals, and they will teach you. Look at the earth. Look at the sky. Mm-hmm. All these which of these does not know the lord right mm-hmm. um and so we can have a lot of fun right with looking at you know what's out there we're so we've become this sort of right electronic age mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people playing you know kids playing video games get kids outside mm-hmm. there's an amazing world you know i was just reading yesterday that insects you know which i study as an artist there's at least 900 you know, thousand is it nine hundred? Yeah, nine hundred thousand species. There's some people that think that's conservative; that it might be as much as two million. Wow. 
different insects in the world. And that's just Something insects. as simple as insects that right. God had that much variety in his creation. Right. Yeah. And, well. I mean, I'll never live long enough yeah. to see, to study all of those. Yeah. Um, so my resources is quite yeah. rich. And so <laughs> so look at, have some fun. And, uh, you know, some things that you can do, too, little, little missions you could do would be like, okay, uh, we're going to go out hiking today. Let's find the color orange. Where can we find it in nature? Or you could, you know, maybe make it tougher. I'm going to find violets in winter you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or maybe you look for shapes types of shapes a number of artists make photographs they try to find letters Mm -hmm. occurring naturally Mm -hmm. oh cool you know so that's kind of a fun little little search and find mission too and just the awareness of looking for things um, just that's so good for the brain it is for the mind yeah yeah, I mean, we really, we were meant to, to sit mm-hmm. and contemplate oh, and yeah. not just, mm-hmm. I think, quickly pass by. Ah, such good so, advice for us. Thanks. Okay, so number uh, the next tip for us. Go to art museums. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few good reasons for that. I, I know I always tell my students that it's part of our practice, part of the program, too, is, is looking at art. It gives a lot of validation in terms of what you're doing. So when you say, I'm not, I'm not confident in my art skills, boy, the variety of voices, visual voices that you see at an art museum, I think it can give you a lot of confidence and confirmation. And, and there's so many ways to use art materials. Here's right? a question I had for you. Sure. If you're just getting started, how do you know what medium? Like, is there a right place to start? Uh. Or do you just start with anything that seems intriguing to you? Yeah, I, oh boy. Yeah, I think whatever you're interested in, just just go okay. for it. So you can try. just start with pencils right? if you want. I mean, you don't have to buy mm-hmm. watercolors and all that if you, it's just sit and sketch. Right. But, okay. Right. I mean, pencils, most people and my students too, they're the most confident with pencils mm-hmm. because you, you know, think back to kindergarten or first grade. What's your materials list for school? Make sure you have number two pencils on a pink eraser. Right? <laughs> So, and, and you, you start with markers, right? Mm-hmm. You might have used crepas, like mm-hmm. an oil pastel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, crayons, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you could go back to what you actually started with as a kid and used. And, because, again, you have experience, years of experience, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to flow back. It's going to come back to you, I think. We're good. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, going to museums. And there's a couple, uh, I guess, other thoughts I had with mm-hmm. that. Rhoda, is that okay? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so uh, so sometimes, uh, you know, when I, I when we make something, we apply the paint in a certain way, and we think, I don't know if that looks right. So then you go to the museum, and then you see an artist who has their artwork hanging in the museum using materials much like you did. So again, I think it's just Mm -hmm. to reiterate that confidence factor and that it's okay Mm -hmm. the way you made the artwork. To be honest, there really isn't a wrong way Mm -hmm. of using art. I think it only fails maybe personally if it doesn't say what you want it to. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep going back and you keep working, working towards it. And... Museums are those libraries for us as artists, right? They're, those are our places to learn how to make art too. So if somebody's a writer, they read books. How you know how are the, the thoughts constructed and organized? We do that with art too. How is it? How are the colors arranged? What do they do with textures? You know, so it's it's our our place to go to learn, um, and it's for everybody too. Yeah, I know sometimes people are intimidated by museums too, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one fun thing you could do with the museum too, kind of like the search and find in the world. Search and find a museum. You know, I've gone to the Art Institute of Chicago so many times. And sometimes I go there and I think, what am I going to look at? There's so much. And so what I do is I decide, today I'm going to look for dogs. And I did. <laughs> and I just, I sketched all the dogs. You know, I found statues. I found a little dog in the corner of an oil painting and the different breeds. And it was so much fun. I'll go to an art museum with you. <laughs> We love animals. <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, and, and the other thing is sometimes I wish, which I guess is a request to museums out there, and some museums do it. Again, we go through museums kind of quickly, mm-hmm. like, oh, let's look at that for two seconds. I like mm-hmm. that. Then you go to the next one. But, you know, sit and look. An artist spends hundreds, sometimes thousands of hours on something, Mm -hmm. and then you look at it for two seconds. Mm -hmm. So I think we miss a lot when we go to museums to our experiences, not maybe as rich as it could be, Mm -hmm. or you you appreciate the the level that you wish you would. Mm -hmm. I know Milwaukee Art Museum has stools you can usually ask for one. It's a foldable, collapsible stool. Hmm. You know, you can take it in the museum, find a spot. Uh, You can take a sketchbook. You can take a pencil. You can't use markers or pens just for for obvious Mm -hmm. reasons. They mm-hmm. don't want any permanent materials, you know, going around the art mm-hmm. museum and possibly damaging. But uh, but yeah, you can you can do that, you know. And I know, I know I've been to Denver Art Museum. They they have in some areas tables set up and paper, and you know you can sit and sit and draw right around the art. So you go and you sketch a painting that you're looking at, or that inspires you to sketch something else. I do copy artworks. Okay. I do. That's a way to learn as well because. Again, you're, see you what start they see and- yeah, see what they see. I, I start to process the technique mm-hmm. when I'm doing that. I'm processing how they designed it, the composition. I also think about what they're trying to say through the art, just because again, I'm spending more time with it too. I'm mm-hmm. really, really starting to think about it and mm-hmm. contemplate it. Mm-hmm. Very uh, cool. So, thank you. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. okay. So, what else do you have for us? For everybody, let's kids be kids. Let you be you in creating art. Try to avoid judging yourself. I know we have a tendency. We all do that. I still do that even as a creative person. But it really limits the growth, you know. And I think when I would ask parents, too, and teachers, when kids are drawing something that maybe doesn't necessarily totally follow the rules. Mm-hmm. But if something is going on there, I think that needs to be acknowledged and, and uh, you know, supported. Mm-hmm. It's good it's good to be a risk taker I think and art is one of those ways that you can do that and and uh, again this confidence that okay I tried something it didn't work well I'm going to try something else yeah. that really does spill over into I think how you conduct your life too so I'm yeah. thinking for our teachers out there, this is such a beautiful way to help teach growth mindset and mm-hmm. that maybe it's not what you had intended or what you wanted. It doesn't mean you failed. It's just not where you want it to be yet. Right, right. It's not there yet. I'm going to uh-huh. do something else. I'm going to do something a little bit different. And that, that ability to just go out on a limb and this might not work. This might work. I'm going to give it a try and right. be curious. Right, right. Yeah. And and sometimes artists just about the process. Not, you know, we we do we do focus a lot too sometimes as teachers on the final product, which is important, especially, you know, teaching at a college level. I want these students to be able to graduate and have mm-hmm. a portfolio that's presentable and professional. But I think when we're starting to you know look at kids when they're younger, that you know maybe that should be less of a. a 
less importance on it a little bit yeah. and just have some fun experiment with those, those materials if it spills what can you do with that spill <gasps> right you got a blueberry <laughs> smushed on here and it's <laughs> <Right>? awesome it's <laughs> exactly. fantastic yeah so and i and i think too sometimes i encourage teachers at the little ones can be so very very creative and sometimes we'll say oh apples aren't purple Right. But what if we just let apples be purple? Right. Soon enough, they're going to learn that they're red or they're yellow or they're green or, you know. But yeah. for a while, just let them uh-huh. be creative, you know. Right. And, and I, as, as I understand it, we lose creativity as we grow older. Like we the do. most creative people on our planet are like the four or five-year-olds. They are. That, because they haven't learned all the rules that they're not supposed to do yet. Right. And they're just doing. <laughs> I, I, taught, I taught first grade Sunday school for a couple of years, and I was focused on teaching the art for the Sunday school class. And... Boy, some of the things I came up with, and I'm like, that's a good idea. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah it was just yeah. wonderful to see uh, what they did. So yeah. if somebody wants to see your work, how can mm. they follow you? How can they see some of the stuff you've done? Um, how would they connect with you? Well, I am on Instagram, and it's my name, which... Uh, Why don't can... you spell it out so we have it sure. here? Sure. Okay. okay. All right. So my first name is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Then the last name is Norwegian. The first letter is a G. The second letter is a J. E-R-D-S-E-T. So if you just do a search engine, my website will come up. But I have the same spelling for my Instagram handle, I guess. And so the Instagram, I usually post the things that I'm kind of working on a weekly or daily basis, you know. So that's one of the newest. And a lot of works in progress, too, on there. (laughs) Very cool. Well, this has been delightful. What's, What's something you're looking forward to? What's some art that you're working on or something in the future that you're excited about? I have a show coming up at UW Madison oh, Arboretum and wow. their Nature Center, and so that will be in March and April. Outstanding! Um, and thank you. Mm-hmm. And so my idea that I'm working on for that show is is including some of my journaling and some of my photographs, and then the final works. I I'm really would like to show people illustrate through the exhibition my process Mm -hmm. so you know showing some of the supplies making a painting the supplies and again like the preliminary photographs of reference photos when I'm out hiking and then again taking those and making those into compositions and paintings so if you're near UW Wisconsin Madison this spring stop on in yeah for sure that'd (laughs) be awesome yeah really am grateful that you have been here with us today and spent this time I think it's such an important topic that it's so easy I mean I've had several aha moments today about just how I want to be as a person and appreciate art more and just sit and so thank you really really appreciate you sharing your insights with us oh sure you're welcome and thank you for having me our pleasure our goal at five to thrive is changing and I'm going to come back and tell you about that (laughs) what is changing here in just a few minutes but first off I want to wrap up our time with Professor Jurdset and her tips so for our top five things to be aware of if you're trying to increase your appreciation for art uh, or with your children or with your students and knowing that it is so very healthy for our for our minds for our souls for our spirits number one get good art supplies number two be creative with those art supplies. She used Merlot wine and, and beet juice and blueberries, and it's a really cool painting. Uh, number three, search and find missions in the world. What are things you're looking for? Little uh, things that you can look at and appreciate. Number four, go to art museums. Take your time at those art museums. Really soak it in, absorb, wonder, ponder, contemplate. And then number five, let kids be kids. And you be you in creating art. 
Uh, it's an it's a imprint of your soul, uh, putting a piece of yourself out there into the world. So such great advice. So really grateful for that. Now about our mission at Five to Thrive and changing with what our goal is, this is my last semester at the college. I have a change coming up in my life. On January 1st, I'll be starting a new position with Kingdom Workers. Kingdom Workers is a global Christian nonprofit that mobilizes believers to meet the physical and spiritual needs of communities around the world. So we do mission and humanitarian work. And I'm going to be serving as the vice president of organizational development. I'll be doing a lot of international travel. And so it's going to be difficult for Professor Marty and I to meet here in the studio and do our podcast on a regular basis. But I feel compelled to continue sharing the research on thriving and stories and insights on thriving. So I want to continue with this podcast, but it's going to sound a little bit different going forward. It'll be me, and I may be doing interviews with someone in a village in another country or a guest that I find somewhere or just something that I notice about thriving as I'm going about my new work. And then on occasion, I promise I'm going to stop in and meet with Professor Marty and he and I will record our conversations and we'll have podcasts with the two of us on occasion as well. So you can look forward to that change coming up. um, And I hope that that will be a blessing to you. In the meantime, God be with you. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.